0: Sam? Yes? I love talking to you, buddy.
1: I love talking to you, man.
0: I have some analytical analysis to share with you.
1: Let's go, okay?
0: Now that we are on some major streaming services, I was looking at our numbers. I don't want to make a habit of this, but responses on SoundCloud, where our show is now hosted, have been what I would call metered. Whoa, what does that mean? It means that people are not ready to let us into their hearts yet on SoundCloud. Oh, they don't like it. They're not listening.
1: Oh, my God. That's even worse.
0: But on other platforms, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we have verifiably over 100 new listeners.
1: Yo! Now...
0: (laughs) Our contemporaries, right? I won't say shows like ours because I don't think there are any, but our contemporaries, right? When they see fit to share their demographical information, their listener bases are overwhelmingly male. Which is bad. Yes, it is. I'm talking 18 to 24, 26, 28. I'm talking 88%, 92%. Not us. Whoa, whoa. Our listener base let's go. is only 65% male.
1: Yo, wait, that's pretty nice.
0: That means that you right now are speaking not only to me, but as many as 30 girls. As many as? <laughs> Even maybe 40, probably less than 50. but
1: All right, let's just say that there's 40 girls listening. Yeah. I'd just like to say to them right now, thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank Thank you, you, and I respect you. I don't want to tell you what to do, but what I'm doing with this information is I'm not overthinking it, and I'm just being myself.
1: Yeah, I'm just being normal.
0: Unfortunately, we owe these people an apology. Some of you may have noticed that something was off last week. I believe we made a joke about it, but we took it back because it is very hard to admit to yourself when you have been duped. Yeah. That was... That was not the real Miley Cyrus. No. That That was what I now believe to be some fucking guy.
1: It was some fucking guy, and it
0: was so... I just feel betrayed. I don't want to lie to the fans. No. I don't want to misrepresent Miley Cyrus, and Miley Cyrus does not want to be misrepresented. No. So, I could only think of one way to make this right. I can't believe I'm saying this again, but this week I would like to share my interview with the real Miley Cyrus. Give it up. No, 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 it's fine. Guys, introducing Miley fucking Cyrus. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming to my house. Thank you for sitting under the disco tree. I'm just feeling kind of like vibes right now. Oh, it's vibey. Well, to our right, Miley and I have penises. Two penises? Two penises. So, before you got here, I ran into my living room. One, I think everyone in my house got a little scared when I was like, oh, I have dildos. I should put them on the table. They're like, inappropriate. Don't do that. But they're not quite dildos. They've never been used for what? Well, listen. Well, not by me, anyway this is the call her daddy podcast it would be okay if people were like having sex behind us we like we live for anything sexual this is like this is good this is like the safer platform for me that's why i'm not doing much press behind this oh okay perfect this is uh the only uh this is the only place that is probably appropriate right 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 because i'll take it too far and you can like bring it down which is like maybe a little different for you than normal that's different Okay, we love this. So, the fucking song. Let me tell you a little story. Okay. So, I'm sitting in my hotel room, and Kelly, the woman that's here with me in LA, is like, I'm going to play you Miley's song. We're going to get you to play Miley's song. And I'm like, I have never in my life, if you had told me that I was going to be listening to your song early release, I'm like, what is my life? I'm a fucking loser from Pennsylvania. Like, what's happening? I listen to the song. I have an orgasm no i'm just kidding oh. i am like wet listening to your song yes miley miley midnight sky yes tell us about it it's iconic i'm I'm sorry but like i'm getting excited for you midnight sky i'm like very very into i mean kind of throughout my career i felt like i've been able to introduce my fans to music they may not know like Whether it's sitting in this backyard and, like, covering Jolene for backyard sessions. Love that one. Or playing, like, I have this really fun video that I love of playing Smells Like Teen Spirit when I was on Hannah Montana tour. Uh, And, like, all the kids were really upset about it and weren't digging it at all. They're like, Miley, what are you saying? yeah four random moms were kind of singing along also i was yelling my libido while all these children it was a whole it was like a whole thing (laughs) and so i felt like i always do these covers but i wanted one of my own i wanted a song that felt classic i wanted a song that felt like it was from the era of which i usually pull my inspiration from but like really not being afraid, really being unapologetic. Yeah. About the tone, the sonics, the lyrics. And as you and I were watching the video and we started talking about, I think, it's really special how having this kind of like this kind <laughs> this kind of like anthemic, you know, pansexual, <laughs> bisexual anthem of this song that, like, plays with gender roles. And it's, like, unapologetically saying in the chorus, like, (laughs) my lips on her mouth, and and then he's got his hands on my waist. And, like, there's just not songs for people that can identify with, like, these lyrics. (laughs) And so I just thought that it was really empowering. It was a really empowering thing for me. And then for my listeners, because I just felt like... It was a song that felt really honest. And then when you and I were watching the video and talking about it, like how the video kind of just like captures my spirit. And it felt like that hasn't really happened before. Yes. I felt the same way about the video. I felt like that was like me in my most authentic form. And so it just feels very like you. celebratory yeah like it just felt that i just felt that we're talking about like how i feel like i'm just really thriving guys she's thriving when i heard you like the lyric about like you kissing her on the mouth i was like fuck yes fuck yes queen because so many people that listen to my podcast are fucking terrified about embracing who they are because you're fortunate that like i want to talk to you a little bit about you like realizing your sexuality And I know that you're very open about, like, you love everything and you're not putting yourself in a box, but some people don't live in LA or have parents that would be supportive and they're fucking terrified. And I feel like this song is just changing the game because it's like you're talking about a woman, you're talking about a man, and it's normal, and it's coming from Miley Cyrus. So you can fucking listen to it, and you can kiss a woman, and you can kiss a man, and it's fucking fine. And I like the idea that you kind of say it's normal because I really think the normalization is like the first step into just feeling fully um, the acceptance. And I think that, I think like not just for it to feel normal from the outside, but feeling like comfortable to you within and normal to you. And so, yeah, it, it was just like definitely writing in this, writing it in the studio, even with, you know, some of my like peers trying. To kind of explain that to them why it was important because they were like, isn't it kind of confusing? You know, like the pop structure is that the chorus says the same thing every time. Right. So, like, it's burnt into your brain. So, when you're at a concert and the people get wasted, they're never like, wait, what does she say there? You really want it. There's like a formula, you know? I think everyone. Whether you make pop music or not, knows that there's like a pop formula. And this really goes against that by having this like gender swap in my lyrics because, you know, in a way it's challenging the system. Right. And challenging structure, which is what I always do. When I heard I was born to run, I don't belong to anyone, I was like, good night, goodbye, hello. Welcome to Call Her Daddy. That's literally, like, the everything. I try to tell anyone that listens to this podcast, I'm like, you belong to yourself, and you can do whatever the fuck you want, and you don't have to apologize for anything. And that lyric, I'm like, oh my god, Miley, like, you fucking hit it. And I was kind of thinking about that today. Like... Even getting ready, because like before you got here, I had on my hoodie, I had on my sweatshirt. You had on your hoodie? Oh my god, I'm a hoodie queen too! I had all my fucking leggings. And now she has her tits out. I got exactly. That was my next step. What made you change? Okay. So you were coming here, and I was sitting like in my kitchen doing all my. I was kind of thinking about, like, what I would want to say because, like, I usually don't have this freedom just to, like, really talk. That's one thing that I'm learning that I do dig about podcasts. Yeah. You can really actually get into it. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I do feel like on shows you get such a quick amount of time and, like, you're so censored that I don't always get out my full thoughts. So... To my full thought, I was sitting in my leggings, my sweatshirt, and I'm like really working and then knowing you were coming here, I went and I got ready and I did my makeup in like 15 minutes, got everything done in 15 minutes and I realized like something that I thought would be important to say was that I wasn't getting dressed for you and I wasn't getting dressed for like someone to think I look sexy. I was getting dressed for me. That's so good. And I think that's something that's different now that I'm a little bit older. That changed. Like, I think maybe that happened like through my last breakup. I feel like maybe since I was like 26, only in the last year have I felt like I always am doing what I want for me because I don't think that there's been a period which, like, I know isn't the most relatable thing to say, but there really hasn't been a period for me where I felt like super insecure with my sexuality. Like, I've just been that way. I Like, I used to strip naked, completely naked, in a cracker barrel. When I was age of three and like roll around on the ground. We love that. Because just like, that's just like who I am. We love that. And America loved it when you did it more on TV. Oh, yeah. They love that. <laughs> they love that. Um, so I was thinking about, like, I guess in the last year has been really transformative. And we were talking about on the couch before we started, just about like how I felt like this self realization period that's going on kind of universally and culturally. I th- kind of started having. That, like, over the past two years, through a little bit of trauma. Right. Like, physically, like, like, physical, like, my house burning down was, like, basically... Fuck. One of the most transformative periods of my life. Can't even imagine. And going through a massive breakup. And I just feel like one thing that I gained through all the loss is... An idea that what I do is for me. And that doesn't mean that you're selfish. Yeah. And that comes from like a lot of guilt that you and I were talking about before we started this podcast. Also about like how much guilt that I feel like I've always had. Yeah. About like, I know, fortunate. uh, Okay. About feeling like I know how fortunate I am. Yeah. And I don't really feel comfortable with that. I don't feel comfortable with my privilege. And I think the only way through it has been through a little bit of trauma. I just want to say that, first of all, that's like the most beautiful thing. Because like, honestly, coming to your house, I had no fucking clue what to expect. I'm like, I'm about to meet Miley Cyrus. Like, of course, I watched Hannah Montana. Are you fucking kidding me? I made embarrassing music videos pretending to be you when I was younger. And then now, as the Call Her Daddy host, I'm so excited to meet the woman that is so sexually liberated. And it's like an icon for our generation. And I had no idea, like, and I was fully prepared to walk in and like, hi, like, hey, sit down, like, let's have a conversation. Mm -hmm. You are like so normal, and yet you're so not normal, but you're normal. And I think that you saying like you've been through trauma and you're finally for the first time in your life, like really like I'm going to do everything for myself. That is so fucking beautiful, because that kind of shows me no matter how famous you are or whoever is listening in like Nebraska, everyone has to have that one period in their life where they're like, fuck, am I doing this for a guy, a girl? Am I doing this for someone else other than me? And then you got to find a fucking way, whether it's through trauma. Yeah, it fucking sucks then. But don't you kind of feel like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's it's, it's like I, it was meant to be because look where I am. I'm so thankful that all that happened. I don't know why that popped into my head, into my brain when I was like getting ready. But like I was putting on my little kitten heel. Yeah, you look amazing. I was putting on my shit and I'm like, it's honestly for me. Yeah, and like, I have a lot of guilt just in my, I just have since I was like, I don't know, things (laughs) have been very easy for me. Yeah. Like, I've always been, I've tried something once, uh, I could do it right. Yeah. And I know that's not the same for everybody, and I don't know why it's that way for me, and so I had a lot of... I had a really hard time accepting that. And I don't like for things to be easy. I like to work hard. Right. So I'm one of those people that if I couldn't do it for if I couldn't do it first time, I'd do it a hundred times until I could. But I've never really had to do that. Had to do that. The only time that I have really had that experience of just trying to do something that wasn't meant for me and not going to work is in relationships. That's so crazy. And I I think I had a big fear of of um being alone because I'm always surrounded by people. So like yeah. My idea of what's it like to be surrounded by people, it's not surrounded by friends like 15 people. It's like 15,000 people. Right. And the idea of how drastic it goes from being full to being empty, it's just, like, really dramatic. <laughs> and so there was just, like, a lot of fear and a lot of guilt. But, yeah, I love therapy. Yeah, but that, and we were, we were literally talking before the podcast. Like, so I was like, are you in therapy? I'm like, who asks you that? But I'm like, I love therapy. Do you like therapy? It's the fucking best. I fucking love it. It's the best. You, I think that's really beautiful, though, that you have enough, like, self-reflection to be like, what am I not having success in? And it is relationships. And I can't help but be like, Miley, like, you literally have been so famous since you were how young? And then, like, to fight, it's almost like you're now getting to be like, what do I want to do with my life? Mm-hmm. Because you went for so fucking long performing in front of so many people, pleasing so many people. And now it's like, what? we what, what makes you happy that's actually a really interesting perspective because i never really thought about it that way and i guess that is kind of maybe i'm at the age where that would be like getting out of college starting your first right i, I mean most people will be starting their lives now yes and i feel like i'm kind of in like a midlife success place and like or even like beyond the finish line And there's actually something kind of about, I've read about a lot of athletes that have, it's called uh, Winner's Blues. Oh, fuck. And it's when you felt too much of like the dopamine. Yes. And success and the rush that, that crash is just so hard. Trust me. I mean, athletes on this podcast, we talk about all the time. It's kind of a joke. But like I like to hook up with athletes. Yes. Yeah, I always say their life is so hard because it kind of ends at like 30, 40 their career. Mhm. And then it's like what do you do? And it can it can happen some, and it can happen the same thing especially for like females in pop music. Right. There's so much like ageism and sexism that I think Yeah. It's just, you know, You get feeling like I just think it's a really good perspective to say, oh, my life is kind of starting now, and I'm at a point where I get to decide what do I want to do with it, and that's what you would be doing if you had been spending years in college. Yeah. Or something as an intern, or lower on the kind of like ranking of your job, that Now you're at a place where you're, like, 27, 28, 29, 30. Yeah. Where you're, like, where are you going to go? Okay, like, what am I going to do with all the skills that I've collected? Well, can I ask you, because, like, listen, everyone, I think it was the most iconic moment when, like, you were Hannah Montana. And I know probably for a while you were, like, I don't even want to hear that fucking name for a minute because, like, kindly shut the fuck up. My name is Miley Cyrus. You, I mean, the bangers era, when all of a sudden it was like you took everything to the fucking max and you were like, this is my clit nipple and we're ready to roll. Everybody watched me twerk everywhere. And it was, it was iconic, but it was almost like you were trying to break away from the Disney thing. And what do you, when you look back on the era, what do you like? Well, what does it make you feel? What's so weird about that is also that was for me. Right. Right. And like just getting, I guess that's a full circle of my story that I was trying to get through was basically, I mean, I was wondering why I wanted to tell you that, but I guess that is why, because it's so relevant in my career. Right. Like, I never thought I really, really don't care what anyone else is doing with their life as long as they're being like a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, I just still can't believe that people care so much about what I'm doing. But in the times where I want them to, like, when I'm rallying people to fight injustices. Yeah. Or trying to normalize, like, my LGBTQ community. And I'm proud to be a part of. Yeah. When it comes to that, I'm happy. That I have the attention that I do. and. It's not something that you get to turn off or on. Yeah, it it doesn't come with a switch. Totally. And so I am really happy that people are so interesting, and intrigued by me and my choices in my life because that means I really do have a loud, you know, platform. Yeah, you you have a voice, but I definitely think that. That VMA's 2013 era was was kind of uh in awakening. Um I guess I'm just going through round two right now. Yeah, but but it was like the first one was like, I mean, obviously, when did you realize that like, oh, I'm not just attracted to men? Like, how young were you? I was attracted to girls way before I ever was attracted to guys. Okay. Like, when I was, like, 11 years old. Love it. I used to think that, like, Minnie Mouse was super fucking hot and, like... Wait, that is a specific... Which is so good. I ended up on Disney, so my chances with Minnie went up by, like, 100. Oh my god, you're like, mini, you, me, let's fuck. Yeah, she was super hot to me. I always thought that the female characters in movies were way hotter than any of the guys. Oh yeah. I actually never really understood what these girls were doing with these, like, idiots. Right, you're like, this penis is disgusting, come this way. Yeah, so that was kind of it. And then, like, um... When I was, like, 11 or 12, my friends were starting to kind of, like, tell me what they were doing with guys, and I don't really understand it, so I got most of my girlfriends hook up with me. That is such an amazing... The first time I ever hooked up with anyone was with a girl. Was a girl? Two of them. And did you go past first base? Yeah. Oh, Miley's like, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, and then when did you hook up with a guy? Um, I hooked up with, well, I didn't go all the way with a dude. Mm, I was 16. Was it Nick Jonas? It wasn't Nick Jonas. Ah. But I ended up marrying the guy. Oh my god. So that's pretty crazy. So that's the first guy you hooked up with? Yeah which I lied and said that he wasn't the first so I didn't seem like a loser. Okay, but now you're telling the truth. It's su- it's such more of a full circle story. It's so fucking weird because I couldn't think, I couldn't think of of anyone. He was like, "Oh, who have you had sex with?" and I couldn't think of anyone. So I just like made somebody up. Right. That I knew, but we had never actually had sex before. Right. And then like his friend ended up marrying him. And so then it was like, oh, now my friend is marrying someone who've hooked up, who've hooked up with. So then when I was like 24, I had to say it, I lie. <clears throat> when I was 16. <laughs> You're like, so that was a full blown lie. It was a lie that I held on to for like 10 years. Wow. Yeah. And then once you're kind of stuck in a lie, you're, like, kind of fucked. Oh, yeah. Then I was, like, no reason to, like, dig old bones up, like... Right, but then you're, like, hey, this is directly affecting our lives, so I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, okay. It was weird, like, it directly affected my life. You're, like, how the fuck did this happen? You, like, picked a random... It's so funny. That's, like, why I think that everything's pre-programmed in this world. It's supposed to happen like what's meant to be will be. Do you have a, like a type? I know like you like you're you're attracted to people's souls. Like you're attracted to but do you have like who are you, who are you in a relationship? I'm so interested to know, are you hyper crazy and are you like a calm person? Oh my god. I actually do kind of need. I usually end up complaining that they're boring, but that's what I need. Ugh. Like, I need boring. Right. Me too. I'm realizing I need, like, more calm, very... I mean, you're Miley. You're fucking Miley Cyrus. I I mean, he, but he can't be the same level as you, like, of, like, screaming. Like, No, definitely. I need, like, a calming. I need an anchor. I need to wait. But when I was thinking about this yesterday and knowing where going to have this conversation i was thinking about someone has to bring more to the table than their plate they can't just be like filling me up all the fucking time yeah and i think that's kind of that's a big part of my life is is filling people back up and that can't make me go below zero below e yeah and so it's really important that i feel fulfilled and um yeah they have to bring something to the table Do you think it's, like, hard because of how mega successful you are? Like, how the fuck are you, like, how would you ever date a normal person? You can't. So, I think that's what ended up making, like, female relationships more sense to me. Yeah. Because of the role that I was in made more sense. Oh, that's interesting. Because it was, like, well, there's no going to be this weird thing that, like, I pay for everything. Right. And I, whatever. It was, like, but that's just, like, a stereotype, too. Like, if I'm going to be with the girl, like, I'm totally down to be with, like, a boss bitch that's, like, uh, as successful or more successful than me. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, too. But I felt like the woman that I end up being around, it, like, the role fit easier for me because, like, even in my relationship with men, a lot of the time, like, I kind of hold a more dominant... Right, like, you have the power. You wear the pants a little bit. More dominant space, so... How could you not? It felt like that made it less uncomfortable. Yeah. And... Then it felt like I was choosing partners out of my anxiety, which is like so much to do with like, yeah, my therapy journey to because I don't want to choose how I'm going to be with out of like anxiety or not wanting to be alone, or like stereotypes because that's like not anything that I represent or believe in right, it's like the stereotypes. So it's like, I need to find a guy that's confident enough in himself that he's okay, that I am who you are, kind of masculine and strong. And just like, there's a lot of qualities to me that tend to like, associate more with a male role. Yeah. And that's bullshit. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I think it's kind of beautiful that you've been, like, so, like, so I'm okay right now being, like, yeah, it works better with a woman. And if I can't, if I can find a man that can be accepting of that, great. But for right now, for you, the female relationship is working better. Yeah, it just made, like, a lot more sense, like, at a time. And then, like, what's what's funny about that, too, is, like, I guess I don't know. I guess I just have been very experimental like i've been with a lot of different kinds of like dudes and chicks like i've been with like super femme girls yeah girls that kind of make me feel more femme like i just really don't have a type the main thing for me is that someone has to bring something that is elevating my life yeah and like that's in all my relationships not just my sexual relationships you need people that are going to be just like as powerful in a room it doesn't it doesn't they don't have to be more successful they don't have to have more money but you don't want to feel like you're like dragging this person i hate that and like giving this person i hate that and you're not getting filled up that's awful do you know what your love languages are i do You don't, you, you love like finding out people's love languages. I do. Okay, wait. So tell me. My love language, my, my love language kind of makes you sound like an asshole, but it's not. It's, is the acts of service. Number one. Okay. I thought, no, wait, like gift is more asshole. Okay. Yeah. No. Gifts are crazy. You're like, bitch, give me a Chanel now. No, I hate gifts. Okay. Me too. I really don't like it. Cringe, right? Yeah, that's so embarrassing. I don't know what to do with my face. Right. But I like acts of service. Oh, I love that. Because I would say that on the giving and the receiving end, Yeah, like if someone that I'm with tells me like, my closet is driving me crazy, it's totally unorganized. By the time they're home the next day, I've already dealt with it. Oh. I really love to do things for people. Or if somebody says that, anything like... One boyfriend I had, like, I think you thought it was really weird that I made him... I made him, like, a bong for his birthday. and Oh my god, how sweet. And I, like, handmade this, like, bong. And then I thought, he thought, it was kind of weird. But it's like... I would rather someone make something for me, and like that to me is like an act of service. Like I, I took time. Wait, this is so fascinating. Also, talking to you about this because just based off of everything we were talking about, you're talking about the way you give love, uh huh, and how and there's then there's like two ways you like how the fuck. Okay, Miley, here we go. Okay, how do you receive love? Okay, so receiving. I also really, really like... You like when people do things for you. I really, really like acts of service. Okay. Then, though, like... I'm looking at you like... Like, I do like when people do things for me, and then my other ones is... There's physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time. I like quality time. Quality time. Quality time is my one other... But quality time, but quality, like, emphasis on quality. (laughs) Right. Like, not just time. Right, right, right. Right. I, I, I don't want you just, like, to fill the space. Right, right, right. I want you to bring something to the fucking table. Absolutely. And that is what I, like, really demand. Now, I was like, I'm getting older. Yeah i allowed so many people to just come and like bullshit your fucking time take their toxic fucking breath to my air and like suck out the life of my space and like i'm just like over that yeah i was gonna ask you like how like i think a lot of people look i I always talk about it because it's like i love to talk about sex but i also like to talk about like Everyone has been through shitty relationships. Everyone's Mm -hmm. been through heartbreak. Mm -hmm. And, like, is there a little, like, tip you can give anyone listening to, like, getting through heartbreak? We've all been through relationships that we break up. Like, have you found your... Okay, so... Oh. So, I had a very, very public... Oh, of course. Like, right, right. Very, like, a big breakup that was over a 10-year span of a relationship... And sitting with me now, I would hope you find me to be somewhat this way, which is not the public perception. I'm very logical. Mm -hmm. I'm very organized. You are. And, like, very kind of centered. Yeah. And so I love lists. Lists keep my whole fucking world on track. Dude. My world would be wrecked. If I didn't make lists. That's brilliant. Every day I have a list of what to do. How am I going to achieve it? Like what is the next step? And so with heartbreak, I tried to not get lost in the emotion. Smart, And not like, and I also don't like that with women too. It's like, well, you're a cold bitch. It's like. Right. No. No. I have the world is going to keep turning. It's like, it's like a death when you lose a love. Straight up. Like, it feels like a death. It's honestly, sometimes it even feels easier because it's more. You can, like, put it to bed and move on, but this person is still, like, walking around. Yeah. Like, it's fucked. Like,. And still walking on the earth and choosing every day. Because it's a choice. Right. Death isn't a choice. Right. And this is a choice. So... So, to not get lost in emotion, to focus on the logic, is to make a list of what you were uh, gaining and what you were losing. Yeah. What they were contributing to your life and what they were subtracting. And to value each of these things by 1 through 10. So, like... Fuck. Miley has it figured the fuck out. And then you add them all up, and if the person was adding more to your life than, you know, what is expected for your next relationship. Wow. And what they were subtracting, you know what you will not accept ever again. And so you look at these two things, and you go, this is what I... Okay, so... What are the things that are really important to me in a relationship? Yeah. Other than the acts of service. I like, yes, besides the acts of service, I like people taking care of themselves. Ooh. I think the way people treat themselves is a reflection of the way they'll treat you. So true. So I'm like super into like clean eating I'm into people taking care of themselves. I knew that the place to meet my next partner was not going to be like a fucking Burger King. No. If clean eating and self-maintenance is going to be important, I know to look in communities where those people are going to (laughs) gather. I now no longer look at like any sort of like AA meetings. (laughs) Right. I don't really want to help someone on their journey. Right, you're helping yourself. Because I need to take care of my own self. Right, right, right. But I do, you know, you don't like, as someone that's living a sober lifestyle, right? don't go to the club looking for your next partner. Right. I, you know, so put yourself in places where you'll be successful so I don't get stuck on. I'm just always wasting my time with all these people right it's like you can really control the kind of people that are going to like flow in and out of your life right try to create a filtration system so i filtered my life of what i will accept and what i will not i am sorry but like you just sounded so like you have it fucking figured out (laughs) i wish I know you don't, no, but that shit right there. That helps. (laughs) I'm like, did everyone, is everyone listening? Write that fucking down. That helps with everything. I'm about to go back and listen. That helps with every single thing. That's smart. And like even people in your life. So you look at the people that like matter the most to you. Yeah. Like my mom matters the most to me. Right. And so I write down her qualities. Oh. And what I love about her, and I try to find people like that. People, because one day, I may not have my mom on this earth. <gasps> and I want to have people like that. Like, keep her spirit alive through that. Right. And I do think that there's like, there's little, there's there's little sparks of like, we're all kind of one. And we're all just divided into these, our own little sources of energy and like our own little souls. But we're all kind of like one. Right. In a way. And so I think that I could find little pieces of her in other people. Dude, that is like so fucking beautiful. Is what I hope. Wait, you're fucking mature as shit. What? Miley? I'm not... I'm not in real life. (laughs) Coming with the fact, I'm not in real life. Uh, Fuck. I still love dicks and all the things. Right, right, right. But I think the idea. Right. I just think that there's a level of, of there's a level of logic to everything. Right. Yeah. And not getting right lost in emotion. No, that is that's pretty brilliant. And wait, so are you not smoking weed anymore? I'm not smoking weed anymore. Okay, wait a minute. It's, okay. In the spirit of, like, being call her daddy, I always say that, like, okay, I think it's high sex is the best sex. Drunk sex is a fucking, like, it's it's fun sometimes, but... It gets funny, though. It's like, okay, just like, it gets a little, like... I, I can't with sweat. <laughs> a little, like... Yeah, it's kind of disgusting. I have a thing with sweat. And so, like, high sex? Can be the best sex, obviously? And obviously, if you were, like, smoking all the time, you were having high sex. And now that you're not, like, how are you doing? Oh, okay, I... Because I'm doing... I'm doing great. Okay, great. Because here's the thing about this, which is really funny, because, like, my... I'm going to wait for this to go away because it's going to get... Airplanes in the night sky, like... Because, like... I'm telling you, I live in fucking Fuck. It's really not, it's not right. Yeah, we gotta move. We got to move. We gotta get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, Miley kind of looks like... At the airport. (laughs) Yeah, at the airport. It gives me anxiety. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But, where are we going to talk about? We're going to say... High sex. High sex, of course. So, my identity is much, my identity is related to sex in a much deeper way than my sexuality is, if that makes any sense. Oh. So, my identity and who I am as a person is very sexual. Right. And who I am as a sexual person is, again, maybe I'm, like, a selfish psycho. Okay. Or, like, sex is really, like, about me in my mind. Of course, yeah. Everything's about me in my mind, apparently. Well, no, yeah, but... um, Everything's about Miley. Everything in my life. But we can give ourselves an orgasm, so, like... But I just feel like I... Let me think about this. Let's think about my sex life. I get turned on by, again, like, what people are, like, contributing to my life. Right. And as of right now... Having someone that's also sober, like, as a partner, is, like, very sexual to me. Because it's, like, very present and very there. Right. But I think, like, it's really funny how my identity is so wrapped up in sexuality when my sexuality actually just has a lot to do with, like, my identity and who I am as a person. Okay. Does that make any fucking sense? Are you guys with us? I... You lost me a little, you know? It's just, like, weird. I'm like, hold on. I just think people think of me as a hypersexual being. Like, you're having sex all the time, 24-7. And it's just really... Like, you'd sit on the dildo in front of my eyes. Oh, which I would. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I enjoy sexuality more than I enjoy sex. That's a better way to say it. Okay, there we go. I'm much more into sexuality, like, I... But... I also don't really fuck with foreplay. Oh. Because I am, I just am too busy. (laughs) Wait, really? I don't fuck with foreplay. (laughs) Everyone will tell you, even in my business, I do not like to tease things. Oh. (laughs) I like to not say shit and then fucking go for it and scare the shit out of you. So that's my thing. I like... I have a lot of fucking going on. I don't really have time to, like, sit around and flick my pussy. Right. I really want to get this shit done and fucking get back to editing my music right now. Wait, so, like, what are we doing? Like, throwing lube on there? We're throwing lube on there in a hurry. Okay, like, hurry, hurry. If I'm in the mood, we're going. We're good. Uh, Right, right, right. I don't really need lube. Okay, so, like, if you're, like, in the mood. If I'm in the mood just stick it right in just hurry hurry i'm kind of like hurry how fast and like make it good we're actually running out of time because of the zoom call but i wanted to say (sighs) bitches go listen to the song it's so fucking good i'm so happy for you that you are putting something out right now that you're like oh that's me this is this is it and like people are going to fucking love it that's freaking me It's freaking me. I can't believe you're fucking here. I'm here, and you're putting out this song. The music video is amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. She looks so fucking hot. Thank you. I was, like, trying not to, like, freak out on your couch. Halloween looks. Please, guys, literally. She has seven different looks. How many looks? I have five. Five different looks. Every single one? Halloween look. Yes. I'm gonna do every single one. The bodysuit is, like... Makes you feel a type of way. Oh, it made me feel like a type of way. <laughs> Literal sex, you guys. So go listen. <laughs> and like trash the tights. That's a good thing. By the time they're like, like ripped off, I thought was super hot too. And like, uh, it works. It fucking works. Exactly. Midnight Sky. Yeah. Out now. Yes. Go watch the video. Yes. Listen to it 19 million times. Tweet us. Yep. Yeah. Tell us you like the episode. Yeah. We love you guys. Miley Cyrus. Thank you for coming over. This is really fun. This was really fun. I really like talking about this kind of shit. I loved having you on the show. I had so much fucking fun. You are officially a part of the daddy fucking game. Thank you. So fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Miley. For listening to... The whole Miley Cyrus interview. It feels really good to get that off our shoulders and begin to make things right. Yes, I have a couple more things I would like to share. Let's get this over with. First, I wrote a joke. Let's hear it. Let's. It's, hear it's it. more like it's like it's more like half a joke. I can't wait. Okay, here it is. Uh, uh, outdoor craft festival. Oh, you must be talking about the festival can i can <laughs> i <laughs> do what yeah okay yeah, yeah. All right. do it again do it Out, again okay all right okay all right outdoor craft fest or no okay okay uh yeah, outdoor festival craft fair that's what i was <laughs> messing up because you want it to be fair the in the first part and then change it to festival oh okay. outdoor craft fair oh you must be talking about the <laughs> festival
1: yeah And let's do a joke that objectifies men. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, oh, oh, sock drawer. I thought you meant. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. The other day I got arrested for inventing my own language. No. Yes, dude. Um, 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 uh it's because the um in my own language the way i say i love you
0: is <laughs> no i i invented a new language that only the most intelligent people can understand because the way that you say nice to meet you is yeah i got a, i got
1: a, i invented a new language it kind of sounds like that too it's like yeah
0: yeah Moving right along, I discovered also on Spotify some untapped community engagement opportunities that we have just sitting on the table. We can set polls. We can set Q&A questions, either automatically or (gasps) manually to come out with every episode. We can make a trailer What? I want to. I have ideas. I'm going to be working on that. I need you to let me know if you know what questions we should ask our fan base on Spotify.
1: Um, okay, let me think for literally one minute. Um, All
0: I have right now is stuff related to like Duke Nukem and Billy Joel, because those are the guys I'm thinking about a lot recently.
1: I listened to a Billy Joel song yesterday. Nice. And if you name the song within two guesses, I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you be the boss.
0: Uh, well, I know it wasn't Uptown Girl.
1: It was not Uptown Girl.
0: I feel like it might be moving out, but I'm not using that as my official guess. Okay. I don't think it was We Didn't Start the Fire. You know, that's
1: my least favorite Billy Joel song. I fucking that song hate that is song. is kind of trash. It's like if Ben Folds like, made a TikTok song. It fucking sucks. Yeah, it's bad. So bad.
0: You were listening to... Uh, uh, I think you might... Honestly, I think you might have been listening to Vienna.
1: Very good guess, but no. Incorrect. One more guess. Oh, uh, Sam,
0: I think you were listening to She's Always a Woman.
1: No, I was listening to Don't yeah. Ask Me Why.
0: Ah... Uh, Good for classics. you. Man. Did it get you Classic. feeling good?
1: It did. I love that song. It makes me feel so good.
0: Oh, I actually thought of a offline engagement opportunity for you.
1: Oh, I'm into it. Let's go.
0: This week, I want you, anytime you're walking down the street, I want you to pretend to be on the phone. And anytime you walk past someone, I want you to say, Oh my God, 9999999 is the funniest, most educational and heartwarming show i have (gasps) ever listened to yo listen to it
1: that's such a that's guerrilla marketing that's such a good idea i'm gonna do it and i'll tell you what else i'm gonna do i've been doing this thing where when i go out at like on the weekends yeah i um i go up to strangers and i'm like do you want to follow each other on instagram i have a deal with my wife that i have to get 10 followers before i can come Mm. home
0: oh that's great i was
1: thinking what if i just switch that and be like do you want to subscribe to my podcast on spotify yeah. I have a deal with my
0: wife. My wife told me my podcast would never become famous. She said I couldn't come home <laughs> until I had t- 10 new subscribers.
1: My wife loves my podcast.
0: Yeah, or one five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Wait, actually, I should be fishing for reviews. That's such a good idea. Oh, and I mean, if we get a five-star review, if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will do whatever you tell us.
1: Seriously, you get one favor and you can cash it in anytime, any place. No On rules. the show
0: or off pod. Perf- whatever you want yeah. we will be holding to you
1: and if you see We'd me out to you. if you see me out yeah. and you don't come say what's up yeah why why not exactly come say hi come say hi
0: oh and also i completely forgot that we have an email address you can reach us at 999999999 podcast at gmail.com that's 10 nines which sets us apart from all of the 999999999s out there that's actually kind of a popular thing to call yourself. I guess actually.
1: Huh? Who would have guessed? I love
0: that. Okay, here's
1: my question for the poll, or the question to put in there: What are your top three sandwiches of all time? Mm. Top three sandwiches mm-hmm. of all time. I'm gonna go ahead and just say mine, so that people don't know, or yeah. that they don't steal my. Okay, pastrami Reuben. Cool. Fried chicken sandwich, Nashville style. Really. And then a um, a grilled cheese.
0: Cool, cool. I'm gonna go just off the top of my head in this moment. I'm gonna say Cuban. Oof. I'm gonna say the Beast from Felicia's Deli Let's... by my old house. Yo. And I'm gonna say the breakfast grilled cheese, which I will explain to you off the pod. Oof.
1: I cannot wait to get off the pod.
0: Thank you, Sam. Thank you to thank you, all of our listeners,
1: and thanks to Miley
0: again for yes. Thank you on. Thank above you, all. Above thank all. you to, thank Miley to Miley for joining us on this crazy beautiful ride that we call 999999999